Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Welcome to episode 181, Increasing Your Mediumship Development Skills. Before you listen to this episode, I want to remind you I have an upcoming three-day online training all about mediumship. And that starts on this Monday, September 26th. So check out that information on my website, lindsaymarino.com. The other thing that's coming up very soon is the first week of October on that Monday night. I start my five-month mentorship for mediums, Unlock Your Inner Medium. If you want more info, go to lindsaymarino.com and click the Learn with Lindsay tab. Remember, this happens once a year, and I hope to see you there. Enjoy the show. We are back. We are talking all about mediumship development today, and this is going to be a much-needed conversation, don't you think? It definitely is, and who better to have than an expert like you who you continuously working with people, helping them develop their mediumship, you're developing yours. You know all of the ups and downs that come with it from your own experience, and then you also know it from, I don't even know how many clients you work with over the last, what, eight years, yeah. dozens, if not hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients to where the patterns keep popping up. Yeah, it's the same right? patterns. It's the same patterns that keep popping up. And you've seen the mindset behind the mediumship development because you work with psychic mediums and healers and you see the deep, dark places that we can go as psychic mediums. You know, one of the things that is a big topic that I feel like is so needed to talk about is a lot of psychic mediums that get into this work they may have experienced trauma not all of them or they had a pivotal moment in their life come up or they naturally feel their soul is rising to the occasion to develop because they want something more so it's not a surface level mission this is a mission that is soul led so you're going to have deep people that you work with and you go deep within them talking about childhood things that have come up or you know things that holds them back you've you've worked with a lot of people so you probably can share on that too a little bit yeah definitely and it's like with anything like i'm used to being a musician an athlete a medium a coach whatever it is it's going to be mostly mindset that's going to be getting in the way or helping them propel forward because a lot of the the skills that you're learning that's like to me like 20 to 20 percent and 30 percent and I think that's why you're so powerful at what you do with helping these people because you understand that. You understand that it's not just about, hey, let me go out and become the best medium that I can be. Let me develop the best mediumship skills and figure out what those are, right? Of course you want to do that. Yeah. But not forgetting about the human side, which is like the main side. It's that's the filter. The it's the perception. It's the vehicle that you're using. And if that filter, that vehicle, that person, that human is all clogged up, mm-hmm. When that energy, spirit, past loved ones come through, it's fogged up too in different ways. They're still powerful mediums, but as you can see, the more you develop as a human being, the more you develop your mediumship too, and then you develop your mediumship skills on top of that. Right, and it's very temporary. So if you are on a high with mediumship and you're doing really well and you don't have the mindset piece come in, you don't put the time and energy into developing that along with the skills, you're going to fall flat and it's going to be very quick. 
And I've noticed over the years working with different people, even people that have been doing it for 20, 30 years, there have been moments that have come up that they thought, wait, am I supposed to be doing this anymore? And they have a moment, an inner moment thinking, is this for me? And they do have to slow down and go back to like, what am I feeling? I've been so used to giving, giving, giving. What do I want right now? So instead of waiting that long to get to the point where you're like, am I even supposed to do this? I've been on like a hamster wheel doing the mediumship stuff, slowing down and making sure that you're taking time to do things for your soul. Like for example, most of you guys know this because you've been connected to our Instagram or Facebook, but we've kind of detached from social media, but there are certain pieces that we put out there. But we've been going on like a two and a half road trip, two and a half month road trip this summer, like we normally do. Went home to um, St. Louis, where Tony's from, Massachusetts, where I'm from. We've been with family and friends. And then that was needed for me. I felt like I was still doing mediumship readings, but there was pieces of me that I wasn't on social media as much as I would be interacting, you know, doing that sort of thing. So it was very limited and I needed to recharge myself. And I think that goes along with mediumship development too. Knowing when to put in the effort and the work into the skills, but then also knowing when to be human and knowing when to do the mindset. So there's like three pieces there that are really important. So that sounds really complex and simple at the same time, right? Yeah. It's simple because you know what to do, right? Like I need to make sure that I'm developing, developing my mediumship skills, but I also need to make sure that I'm doing the personal development, right? Right. Not just self-care, not just going to the spa and, oh, I did my self-care for the day. Yeah. Like we're talking about all of it, all, everything that personal development requires, right? Like doing, looking at the, the dark side of yourself, looking at the positive side, looking at all of the different sides and figuring out who am I? Like, what am I? Why am I here? What's my bigger mission? You know, yeah. and I figured out, I figured the more that you ask, I've heard your answers over the years and you, you always say, you're like, you know, mediumship is definitely part of this mission, but this is a big mission. Right? Yeah, I've always said that. I feel like it's so much bigger. Like I'm just skimming the surface of what there is to give around the topic of spirit communication. And it is being normalized, I feel, over the years with all the things that have happened in the world and the TV shows. But I feel like there's so much more to it that it's hard to capture. Like just teaching the skills for me isn't enough. Like I am teaching my students the skills, but there's more pieces to it. And that's why I created the membership yeah. for mediums too, because there's a holistic view of, you know, the mind, body, and soul along with this journey. And it's because you realize those were a lot of the missing pieces compared to mediums that were growing exponentially and mediums that were not growing. So tell, right. tell us more about that to where, what are the, what are the common habits that you noticed in mediums that you're like, whoa, they are like growing at a rapid yeah. pace, their skills in mediumship compared to the ones that, that are, that's not. Like, they what know are the that they're always students. So the habit is, is they're always reflecting. They're, they're always learning. They don't stop. They don't think that they know it all. So the people that are growing exponentially, they're always knowing that there's more to learn and they're not afraid to practice. And they're not afraid to be wrong. Like I'm putting that in quotes. Cause you know, when you're practicing, I know with my mediumship members and my group um, for the mediumship membership, some of these people have been doing it for like 20, 30 years. They've been surrounded with mentors and groups, but they want to continue to fine tune and keep up with it. 
So they're showing up. They're putting in the time and energy along with their paid clients too. Oh, so they're realizing that it's like, oh, if I take a mediumship course and I get my certification, it's like college. Yeah. That's only the beginning of your education. Oh, yeah. That's not the end of your education. So when does education end? Well, if you want to be a powerful medium, meaning like you want to keep increasing your mediumship skills, it never ends. That's what I'm hearing yeah, from Yeah, definitely. And the other thing is, it's like to kind of backtrack before going into that, the professional medium, there's a piece where people come to me like right now, like this is a big thing because I, I am launching my medium, Unlock Your Inner Medium, by the way, guys, the five month program. But I'm talking to a lot of people on social media that are either psychics, like Reiki healers, energy healers, or intuitives, maybe even massage therapists and nurses over the years have come to me. And they've said, I've been working with people, I've been working with the public, or I'm grieving and I'm an empathic person, or I see a friend grieving, I start talking to them and spirit pops in. So all these people in these sections, they're recognizing that randomly, I'm putting in quotes, randomly, the spirit realm is popping in, past loved ones are popping in. Some people that they don't even know are popping into their conversations or their sessions, and they're like, wait, what do I do with it? So that piece to the mediumship development is, am I ready, the mindset behind, am I ready to take this dive into mediumship? What if I don't want to do it for a living? So I think reflecting on that too, aside from the professional medium, the people that are brand new and they know that they're getting some info, they're not confident about it, but it's happening. It's like, okay, let me reflect on this and let me take action. And I think those are the two pieces, reflect and take action. That separates the people that are that are doing it and those are that are just thinking about it and not going anywhere. So then the reflecting is obviously reflecting. You could journal, you could think it, you could go on walks, you could do all that. You're thinking about what's working and what what is not working yeah, for what you do I and all those different things, next? right? What adjustments? Championship teams, they win because they make adjustments. Championship psychic mediums do the same thing. So what adjustment adjustments do I make? And then they're always learning, you said, right? They're right. always learning. What does that look like? If they're always so, learning, does that mean, I know it probably means they're always practicing, right? They're continuously practicing their mediumship skills, obviously. Yeah. You can't, play, you seeking, can't get good at any sport without practicing. No, or seeking out resources. It might be paid resources. It might be free resources. You know, it depends where you're at, you know? So like but seeking out different tips on exactly. mediumship. Exactly. Like, for example, I had a girl on Instagram. She sent me a message because I want to say... I feel like, oh no, I know what it was. She was following me on Instagram. She was interested in Unlock Your Inner Medium, the self-study version. And she said, she got a reading with me. So she booked a reading with me. And then after she told me she was interested in it. And during her reading, something came up about Reiki and she does do Reiki. And she said, it's so random. I've, I've had spirit come in my sessions, but I don't really know where to go from there. And I'm afraid if I should tell my client or not. So I gave her a couple tips. Well, she didn't just listen and, and hear the tips. She actually took action. I said, the next time you do a Reiki session, do this. I can't even tell you the example of what it was. Um, I want to say it was something like if you see an image of a symbol, instead of just letting the symbol be there, yeah. go further with it and feel into and it. Specifically and specifically for clients. her in the moment. Yeah. It was in the moment. And she came back to me, sent me a message, and she said the craziest thing happened. I had the most profound reiki experience because i used the technique that you said and there was so much healing for my client and then she gained a sense of confidence 
So she's, she booked the reading, not saying you have to book a reading, but she, she did some sort of action because she knew that there was something more that was taking place in her life and she knew she wanted more. She also was someone that lost her father. So she was going through deep grief. So when you're going through deep grief, you're extra open. I truly believe when your heart is broken, it's broken open and the light comes in. That's what happened to me when Nick passed. I was so broken hearted that there was no way but healing to come in, if that makes sense. And that's where my passion to connect in, to make sure that he was okay and he was still there with me came alive. And then I got into the Reiki and a friend gave me Reiki because I was in like a really rough spot. And she's like, do you want me to give you some something like an energy healing? I'm like, what's that? And she came over, gave me the Reiki. I'm like, I want to do that. And that's when things progressed for me. And I know you know the story, but I'm kind of sharing it with everyone else. And I started to attend Reiki circles. And it's funny because I only went to probably one or two of them, but thinking back on it. But the first one, I had to send Reiki with my eyes to the girl across from me. And the Reiki teachers, um, the Reiki leader of the circle said, you know, just send energy with your eyes. If you pick up something intuitively, let the person across from you know. And some people didn't say anything. And I kept seeing a baby and I kept on feeling like there was an anniversary or some sort. And there was a lot of sadness around that anniversary. I don't remember the details, but I remember what came through. It was like without a doubt. And I told her and she started crying and she said she had a miscarriage and it was on that date that we were doing the Reiki session. That built up my confidence and from there, I knew I wasn't just connecting in with Nick that had passed. I knew that there was more coming and my soul wanted more. I didn't think it was gonna end up like that because I was teaching third grade, but I just knew like, I'm gonna trust these little breadcrumbs and follow it. Never thought I was gonna do it full time like I am now or teach mediumship. Right, you just knew in your heart that it felt healing. It yes. felt like that's light, that's a place that I should go. I need to go towards that direction. And I was passionate about learning and it's like, I think that's where people get stuck. They think, wait, but what's happening? What's happening to me? I feel pulled, I'm getting all these messages and signs and weird things are happening in my house or weird things are taking place, but am I supposed to do this for a living? Don't look so far ahead about yeah. that. Or they'll go Google the signs. Yeah, that, get, that will to, mess you it's up. It's like you where... have to be in a safe space, right, to grow, like we're, we're both ex-teachers in the public schools yeah teachers well, now too. always teachers always feel, teachers and the thing is teachers. we all we understand the one thing that will help a kid or an adult transform is being in a safe environment if you yeah, really surround it with other people that are doing it and it sounds like that's what you were doing with your reiki yeah going into there because if you went and tried this stuff out and your friends and family or like um, you know, different environments where a lot of them would not be safe because it's not people that are open and it's not people that understand oh, yeah. it. They They're not with people it. that have been doing it. Once you get surrounded by a safe environment with people that are open to it and all that, that's when the magic starts taking place. Exactly. And I had that's a lot of pain. Like. It's true. That's exactly where the magic took place. And I feel like I had a lot of pain when I first started because I was someone that was going through grief like I don't know how much weight I lost during that time. I mean, you've seen pictures of me then. Um, I was in a really dark place where it's hard to describe to people listening and watching this podcast because if they know me now and they didn't walk on the chapter, walk in on the chapter of my life then, they'd probably think that I was a different person. 
because I was I was glazed over like I'd go and teach my third graders and I'd walk around the hall and I didn't know I was in a daze until I told you about the teacher remember the teacher that um, she said she was an older teacher that had been there for a while and it was I don't know if it was a couple months in or that later that year and she looked at me and she's like welcome back and she just like there was a presence about her and she just looked into my eyes and I was like wait I've been here I only was gone for 10 days after Nick passed and it was months later and I knew what she was talking about I really I guess I was smiling again or I was like present but I didn't know that that was happening to me as much as it was I didn't care about anything around me I was just like let me get through this day and I was so sad like I like sickening like sickening all the time so the reason I'm sharing that story is not to go into the mode of like, oh, poor Lindsay. Like, it's just the reality of what grief can do. Well, it's a lot of people, a good chunk of people listening right now or watching the video. Yeah. They could be going through this specific thing to where they're, right. they just experience this and all of this different energies come in into their life. They're confused. So it's like, I think it's important to share that. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of the people that are mediums right now listening they've had a story like that whether it was 10 years ago 20 years ago that opened them up how do i know because i've heard a lot of the different yeah, stories and they're powerful all. and a lot of them have to do with someone passing away away significant in their life or of them having a near-death experience something like that anything like that that opens you up and then all of a sudden this new energy starts to come in it's a lot of electricity yeah. it's a lot of energy and it could be overwhelming because it is electricity right it's true. So you need to be able to be in that the safe space, get the positive education. Like I, I don't want to call it the right education because what's the right education, right? Yeah, there's no right. I would say like go out and seek out mentors like Lindsay. Lindsay's a powerful mentor. You offer a safe space. That's what I hear all the clients say because I work with a lot of clients you work with too, right? We work with similar. Yeah. They always bring up over and over safe i hear the word safe safe Lindsay. it feels safe there by Lindsay. Lindsay's class felt safe last night that's funny because and anytime what were you gonna say no i was gonna say when i was teaching third grade like that was one of the things that's that they always wrote on the evaluation yeah. this marino's class is safe or risk-free environment and that's right. really powerful for me to cultivate because there's no other way to learn at exponential result to get the exponential results if you don't feel safe to yes. you know mess up or yeah know, exactly you have a way about you to where you you provide a space for people to where they do it on their own and it all you know it's all on unfold, all unfolding but your presence there creates that space for them to do it for we'll say a miracle to happen so that's what people need to do they need to seek out mentors like you that they resonate with, that yeah. they feel safe with, so right? And it's so important and, and seek out those environments. And you could start with a book, you could start with YouTube videos, you could start yeah. with the simplest things, but start to be around those people. Then build it up to where you're going to in-person events with these people. It doesn't have to be every day, but just consistently to where you're connected. Because I know me being a coach, I gotta do the same thing. I gotta be connected. To people that understand me, most people are not going to understand what a medium is or, or what a coach is or yeah. what kind of healing you're doing. Whether you're doing it with a business or not, whether you're doing it just because it's your purpose, it's your passion while you're here. Right. Um, it's so important to if you want to cultivate that and 
continuously increase those skills to be in safe environments. Yes. And what you just said about making sure that you, I don't know how you worded it, but about making sure that you find like a mentor for you. That is so important because I know that I'm not for everyone. Like I know without a doubt because you wouldn't accept everyone. If someone came to you and it wasn't your person, you would let them know. I would tell them because I have a different way of teaching than someone else might. Someone else is teaching one way and I'm teaching another and someone else is teaching another. And that's the beauty of teaching and learning from different people to get a taste of different things. But I am not going to want to teach someone that is so focused on like the negativity around spirituality. Yeah. Like that to me, like that's not even, that's not a part of well, my, it doesn't go with your environment. It doesn't go with my environment, my, my environment. And like, even what I believe, you know, yeah. like, and it's not like you're teaching like computer programming or like stuff like that. This is sacred stuff where your mind is, needs to be still. You need to feel like really centered as much as possible. Right. Like to be doing this kind of work, it's yeah. different. Like you can't you 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 must be drawn to your mentor to the person that's right. leading the group. Like it must be if it must resonate. Group. It's either a hell yes or a hell no. So for all those people that do feel hell yeah. yes, for Lindsay, you do have your mentorship coming up. Yeah, the mentorship. So that is a five month mentorship. It happens once a year. Um, we start the first Monday of October, which I think is October 3rd, if I remember correctly. But the big thing, if you're like, I don't know if I want to do the mentorship, I don't know if I know your teaching style, the next one that's coming up is this Monday, it's September 26th, and it's a three-day training. It's 4 to 4.45 Eastern Standard Time um, on Monday. On Tuesday, it's 4 to 4.45 Eastern Standard Time, and Wednesday, it's 4 to 4.45. 45 Eastern Standard Time. So it's 45 minutes each day so that you have ch- small chunks of learning time, but it's all connected to having unshakable confidence when it comes to mediumship development. Does this mean you already had to develop mediumship yet? No, it doesn't. If you're someone that's been intrigued by mediumship or you know, you feel as though you have that sense like feel like I want to learn more about this or maybe you're a psychic or a tarot card reading reader or a healer and spirit has popped in like this is the type of thing for you I've had some people um, definitely a lot of mediums following me wondering if it's something that they can attend you can attend too but I want you to know that this is something that's going to be geared towards the mindset around having that confidence because yeah as humans you're gonna have moments where you're not going to feel confident, but there's techniques and ways to kind of get there. So if they want to f- feel more confident, if they want to transform their mediumship skills, and if they yes. want to be surrounded by other people who have that same energy and they or want to save and, and they want to save space to do this, then they need to go to your website. Yes. Right? Yeah. And the best way to get there, to get that information is to go on my Facebook page or my Instagram page too. So I sent out an email and if you're stuck and you're trying to look for more information, you're trying to get answers and trying to figure out what is good for you, then just go to lindsay at lindsaymarino.com. So if you want to keep getting the same results you've been getting the last six months, the last 12 months, two years, keep doing what you're doing. It's working. If it's working for you, awesome. If you want to up level, transform your mediumship skills, then you know what to do. (laughs) 
We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.